When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Thursdays here. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and you. Hope you're doing all right. And uh, dealing with the garbage weather outside. Plenty to talk uh, when it comes to Nebraska sports. Uh, excited to spend time here in about an hour with Garth Glissman. He is not in the SEC, former Husker. Get caught up with the adventures of G-Unit, uh, Brandon Vogel from Counter Reed. With us in about 20 minutes, we'll spend time with Gary Barnett, his thoughts on Glenn Thomas and uh, Nebraska, and then Danny Burke, Burke's best bets. We'll get you set for the NFL weekend, 489-1240, 489-1240 to get in, 800-825-5865. can always participate via the stream. Real easy to subscribe. Just click subscribe, and there you have it with the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. can do that with the podcast as well with Hale Varsity Radio uh, the Spotify, iTunes, Google platforms present that audio for you. And the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. It is Roll Call, our starting five, our first five in. And uh, familiar names, we appreciate you. NU Grandpa says hello. Uh, Brandon Smith is checked in. Jeff Snitley in at three. Uh, Black Hills Brennan uh, in at four. And uh, Matthew checks in. Uh, in at number five. So uh, good on you. We will uh, check in. Uh, yes, you have a six spot for Montana Husker. And uh, Brandon is checking in from Kansas. Anonymous checks in and and really kind of lays out what everyone's feeling right now when it comes to the world of Nebraska basketball. The annual kick to the privates provided by Nebraska basketball was especially harsh this time that's where we'll open that's where we'll go and i take no joy in sending out reminders to elijah's twitter handle at herbal essence about the steak and the beer last night that was a steal i was just well sure i'll take rutgers sure let it be known i didn't want to take no, I, I know, and then and I we're know, into the end of regulation i go Three points. Oh, it's feeling like a lock. I, like they might not win it, but they're not going to lose by more than three. They got a two-point lead with under a minute to go, and then you overtime. Thought, you thought the points were solid. Uh, you know, win or tie, you're uh, you're good, and and that's three in a row for you over me with steak and a beer. And I don't I don't have any joy picking against Nebraska. I felt like this because you and I were both kind of like you know Nebraska's shown. The ability to bounce back. 
all right, after some adversity. The difference here is they've shown the ability to bounce back at home, uh, aside from the K-State game earlier this year. Uh, Jawan Gary, I've said this a lot this season, when he's up, when he's playing, when he's energized, he is he's their barometer. He's their barometer. If he's locked in and playing well, you know, it's going to be a good night for Nebraska because of all the things he does, the rebounding, the scoring. He is good at getting to the rim defensively, obviously. He is such a uh, spectacular athlete. He's a headache for people. He's a tough guy. Nebraska has very few tough guys in that locker room when it comes to adversity. And, I mean, we're, we're beyond a trend here, Elijah, with Nebraska uh, I'm going to put Iowa to the side because Nebraska didn't get bullied by Iowa. They just got outshot. They didn't have any perimeter defense. But they got bullied by Minnesota, loss, when they led. They got bullied by Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a good basketball team. They're a two or a three or a four seed, right? A lot of teams are going to lose to Wisconsin. A lot of teams are going to get beat up by Wisconsin because they're so good inside and out. But Rutgers is different. Rutgers, by sure will and grit and fight is going to try and grind you down to a nub. They did that to Nebraska. And what's maddening for Nebraska fans is a a game you had in hand twice, being up by 12. Now, credit to Rutgers. They've never quit. They've always fought till the bitter end against name the opponent. I mean, they, they have put comebacks together to make things a little sweaty for other teams even teams hosting Rutgers. I mean, you got to love Peichel's fight and grit and, and that mentality his team has because they're not great shooters, but they're junkyard dogs that are going to fight and make you uncomfortable and and absolutely just overpower you. And, you know, Nebraska's been out of rhythm at times to, to get right with an offensive possession when momentum is shifted at point guard. Nebraska's been problematic when it comes to to being tough enough to handle rebounds in the paint and then there's there's a a propensity for and i'm going to say tomanaga i know he has been the hero a lot at pba but there's been moments during these moments of of adversity where mo has flipped and wearing the other jersey where he takes it upon himself and at pba he's made them Right, Indiana, Michigan State, and for sure uh, against Purdue, uh, you can't do it all the time. But there were just some some questionable shots, and it seems like he's always looking for a whistle, and and I get sick of that. And I, I know he's got a flair for the game, and I appreciate his passion, but you know, talk junk to the crowd after a win, not in the middle of the game when. You know, you, you miss a 80-footer, and then you go foul a three-point shooter. Play smarter basketball because you're better than that. I'm singling him out specifically. And I honestly think, and I don't know this for a fact, but just from a rotational standpoint, there were some stretches of the game where Tominaga was, was watching. He was he was sitting. And and I think Fred probably gets a little pissed at, at some of the shot selection. And quite frankly, and I, and I like Fred's post game. I listened to him and Kent and Jake talk last night after the game. I, I it's okay to blame players. I know <laughs> Coach Izzo went off on it about two weeks ago, but Fred had some things probably drawn up that would have worked. 
and and they got comfortable and they quit doing what was working. They quit working to get some some better shots and they just this team has a a ability to just settle and then they wonder why they've choked away two two of the four road losses. I, I only have one major complaint with Fred from last night and that's that you're drawing up an alley-oop play from a sideline no, out of he bounds wasn't. time expired. He, he wasn't? wasn't? No, no, absolutely not. That was like, okay, we're, we're out of timeouts, maybe. That was not the play. That was, that was just, eh, screw it, let's throw it up to the rim as like a third final Hail Mary option. Now, Fred, Fred went into detail on that where T-Say didn't wait long enough to break away from rink screen, and the, the inbounder, uh, Jamarcus, just said, I'm going to throw it to the rim. I'm going to try and make the spectacular play. Terrible. No, and, and that you know, and he, I mean, you can see in Fred's face, like uh, I'd love unfiltered Fred away from the mic. I mean, so he, many I mean, like he he needed if if I were him, and and I'm not a coach, I'm not good enough even to be uh, you know in that same sentence. I would have screamed like your job as head coach and that staff. You know, the buck stops. The buck stops with the coaches. I get it, but dude, th- there's there's only so much you can do. And, and what your game plan was, was working. And he's right to say you got to be tougher and have more heart. And this team, I, they are what they are. And from a matchup standpoint, there's just some teams they're not going to match up with in the Big Ten because they're not tough enough. Well, Rutgers was, was beatable. And I think the, the play that encapsulated the entire game was you're down by two in overtime. Rutgers misses two at the line. You get killed on the You, you get, get killed. killed on the glass. They grab their 25th offensive rebound of the game. From the free throw line. Five of those were probably re- offensive rebounds from the free throw line. Because no one's boxing out. And then you have to foul them down low. They get two more chances at the line, and they, they extend it to a four-point game. And it wasn't all she wrote, but it sure felt like it from a momentum standpoint because you had a chance to tie or take the lead with, I, I believe, just under a minute left. After they missed two at the line, you can't secure the offensive rebound. And, and I think that moment to a lot of Husker fans out there, was like, this team is screwed without Juwan Gary. I said yesterday on the show that Nebraska was 2,000 feet from the peak of a 14,000-foot mountain. They fell, fell off a cliff last yeah, night. They the, fell down. And we're, we're unsure. The, the climbing party has been lost, and and it doesn't look good for them. That's that's as simple as it Let's is. pray and, they're found, but it turns, into, and turns, it turns into the movie alive. Well, I, I think the only way they can be found is if Juwan Gary's injury that we saw last night, which doesn't look looks good. Looks like an Achilles. Looks like an Achilles absolutely to a lot goes of people. Speculation here. From a lot of people that have experienced that injury and from what we saw him being in tears headed back to the locker room, non-contact, looks like an Achilles. If Jawan Gary is done for the year, I really, really doubt that this team has the physicality to survive for another two months in the Big Ten. I totally agree. Uh, they'll, they'll fight, they'll regroup, they'll reassess, and Nebraska had Bandamel and Gary go down last year and they played their best basketball despite not having those two guys. But so it, it took them about a month and a half following those injuries to finally reel it back in and figure out what made them good. Right. Well, they, they've been through it before is what I'm saying. So hopefully they can right the ship against Northwestern if you're a Nebraska fan. But it, it's just inconceivable where you, you've just got a bad mix of – and listen, I know Rink had a tough night offensively, and I know Rink touched the ball when he should have let it go out of bounds – but the point is this. You went nine and a half minutes with, with one made field goal. Uh, Rutgers amped up their intensity, their physicality, and their pressure down that stretch, and you had no response because you got, you got guys handling the ball that aren't true point guards. Problem. Uh, you've got 
a guy, you have you have guys that just take shots either because they're open and hey, I've hit him before, or I, I want to be the hero. And, and maybe that's too easy of a take, but that sure as hell feels like that's what I'm watching. Caught up with the pride of Fairbury. Dolman and I are in a corner booth in a bar watching this thing, and in one side of it, we're can't believe what we can believe, but it's hard to watch what we're seeing. The other side of it here is just to listen and observe all the Nebraska fans in this packed bar, like losing their mind. And I totally get it with you, where you can't believe that you're you're playing this poorly against this team. Rutgers isn't good, all right. And we we've said, you know, Friday's your your second favorite F word. Uh, we've we've uttered that before. Well, uh, another dirty F word is fraud. And and a week removed from beating Purdue. That's what you look like when you face adversity on the road right now. I'm going to say this team's too good or should be able with all their experience and their talent to step up and weather this against a Rutgers. Tough environment, yes. A team that's 9-1 and one now at home after beating you. But they hit some threes that they just pulled out. I mean, they hit 11 threes. <laughs> what did they do? They went 16-30 from the free throw line. That That is awful. It's like they had a cigarette and a blindfold we, from the line. We talked line. about yesterday, they're what, 65% from the line on the season? No, they were gifted because you did not physically have enough to turn them away on the glass I mean, or didn't want to. It feels like a basic, a basic fundamental of basketball. Whenever the shot goes up, you're on defense, you get a body on a body. Nebraska doesn't get a body on a body. Skin. And even when they do, you get pushed under the rim. Right. Because they're looking for a call. And and it's it's real simple, man. There's e- flying e- the Big Ten. Either fight or die, right? And and what are you going to do moving forward? I mean, right now, all this team is is a team that lives by the three and dies by the three. That's what they are right now. Because they don't have the physicality rebounding. They don't have the physicality to fit. They just don't feel like they have the heart. And, and you've seen it before this season. I see heart with, with Rank, and he can't do it himself, One guy. brother. I, I mean, know. Jawan Gary had a lot of heart this sure. year. You lose him. Hoiberg has some heart, but he he's, I mean, from 10 to 15 minutes a game, how much heart does he actually provide off the bench? Like, you need a starting five that has heart. And right now, Nebraska has one guy with, with the loss of Jawan Gary, unsure how long he's going to be out for. And that, that just does not fly in the Big Ten. And, well, and, and, and I don't want to be... be up, it's going to be up to Alec to, to really spend some some monster minutes i love his intensity i need him to keep his feet a little more guys always falling down but his his heart and his physicality is in the right place like just take some better shots when it gets to crunch crunch time you know there were some moments too where nebraska built their lead and and you know rutgers kind of answered before the end of the half but i mean they ran a couple of plays that got bryce to the free throw line and he had a couple of big response shots it's going to be an up and down ebb and flow Moments will get tight in the Big Ten on the road. But Nebraska's, maybe they're not better, but they've, they've looked, they've had moments this season where, all right, if it translates, you're a better basketball team, you should get out of Dodge with a win. All they needed, brother, was one rebound. Mm-hmm. One rebound in the final three minutes. One possession where you don't turn it over. One possession where you, you just make, make an make a easier said than done with, with Rutgers rim protectors, but get to the rim, get fouled, Make leave leave no doubt. Like leave no doubt. Getting to the rim and get a foul. Don't go go in there expecting contact and then short arming your shot. You're seeing a lot of that. Uh, do we have a little bit of Fred? We can sneak in or no? Uh, we won't be running out of time. Okay, there. Brandon Vogel will check in. He'll have a thought 
uh, Nebraska's offense moving forward. It's just, it's just. I mean, I don't want to be completely down and out on this team because we were pretty down and out on them following that Minnesota loss. And what do they do? They reel off two of their more impressive wins of the season against Michigan State and Kansas State. So it all comes down to, to response. But at this point in this season, as we kind of talked about yesterday, like you got to stop the roller coaster ride. You got to figure out what you are. And if you're just a good team at home, you're not a good basketball team. That's fair. Now, do they, and, you know, just listening to Fred last night talk and, you know, try and blink calmness into his answer. <laughs> he uh, said, we got to learn from me. They've had enough lessons right now. The next time they go on the road, is it Ohio State? Is it Illinois? I got to double check the schedule, but probably Penn State. But uh, th- Maryland is our next uh, away game. Yeah, Maryland's seven. starting to get hot, but who's hot and who's not can change by the day in the Big Ten. Great to be with you on Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager.